This is a huge movie from the 80s. You're a huge movie from the 80s. That was so dumb. I don't know why you find that funny. Because it was so dumb. Same reason why Anchorman's funny. I don't know why you think... You mean stupid humor? You don't know why I think stupid humor's funny? No, but stupid humor, that wasn't funny. (laughs) It was just dumb. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Plum Bum's podcast, the tradesman and blue collar show that gives you an inside look of the tradesman and blue collar life. And running a small business, entrepreneurship, we kind of touch on a whole bunch of different things. You got to do that right in the microphone? Yeah. I'm drinking. I'm drinking again. We've talked to, let's see. Back on the wagon. Is that how that goes? You on the wagon wagon. when you start drinking again or are you off the wagon? You start drinking again. When did you stop? What, did you just stop when you went to bed? Mm. We got, uh, we're on episode seven of Plum Bum's podcast. So we've interviewed our cleanup guy. We've interviewed a jujitsu master. We've interviewed my uncle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's what he does all the time. (laughs) Experienced, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) with the um experienced and running construction plumbing now runs the whole i tried to ask my dad to come on and he just you've talked to him about it it. just don't make sense he doesn't he doesn't understand it don't make sense he's not greek but he he does (laughs) whatever he sounds foreign you're not good with the foreign accents but he's he's he doesn't get it. He he said to me, he's like, I said, do you want to listen to a little bit of the podcast? I waited, what, seven episodes to even introduce <laughs> it to him because I knew what he was going to do and I knew what he was going to say, but we were driving in the car by ourselves going to, down to the lot. And uh-huh. so I was like, you want to listen to it? He goes, sure. Seven minutes in, he goes, who wants to listen to you for so long? <laughs> so was he... That's what he said. Was he that goes, him saying he wasn't interested? <clears throat> yeah, he goes, who wants to listen to you? Like, what do you have to say? <laughs> I was like... That's the point. It's like, it, you know. Is some, that him complimenting, though? Because that's how we used to get complimented when I was younger. No, my father is like insulting it was, it's all it's the time. It's a roundabout compliment. Yeah. No, no, no. no. It's, there's no backhanded type compliment where so you So he think, really wasn't interested. No, no, no. He He's insulting in- all the time. There's no, there's no actual complimenting. I get it. Yeah. But deep down no. in his heart, no, do no, you no. think that's his way? No, he loves Bella, my youngest sibling and that's about my he loves bella and my dog maury and <laughs> that's the only people he'll show affection to that's why i can't show affection to other women either because then even to my mother he's like eh, just <laughs> i mean yeah that's where that's where the inability to show affection comes from your parents <clears throat> your parents specifically no one else's yeah no <laughs> i would agree oh <laughs> uh, well it's just family today me, Max, Frankie. Nope, Maury's missing. We yeah. have no guest. It's just us, but you know what? You couldn't book a guest for this week? I could, but you know, I just figured it's been a lot the past couple of days. Let's just let's just recoup. Let's revisit. Let's talk about where we've been. You don't know where I've been, Lou. <laughs> the problem is I know exactly where you've been because I'm with you all day. <laughs> yeah. And it's disgusting. Yeah. Well, I was in an attic this week, too. A couple times this week, and I was just like, I was thinking about HVAC guys, and I, I'm thinking to myself, no, I can't. I, yeah. My brother-in-law does HVAC, and I just think to myself, there's no. You're literally up there just all summer long in an attic. It's disgusting. 
It's terrible. It's what? Well, how, take a wild guess what the temperature was, was up there. 103. That's it? I would have guessed higher. Yeah? You yeah. think so? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess, yeah. I mean, listen, I'm thinking like of, of a sauna. I think when I go to the steam room, 120, the sauna, 125. it's at about like 120, 125, but I don't think it's that. So you didn't think it was it's it was, it was brutal it's, up there. It's it sucks because you're working in a sauna or in a steam room. You're just kind of sitting still. Well, either way, HVAC guys, props to the HVAC guys for doing that all summer. You guys are amazing. Let's not that's take it too amazing. far. They go up in attics. That's that's admirable. But uh, <laughs> it's adm- you go up in attics. It's admirable. I, well, it's an admirable feature. Yes. Yeah. We're halfway through the summer. Wow. Now we're halfway through the summer. <laughs> I feel, I mean, I feel like, it, I, I just, I can't believe how fast every year goes by the older you get. And I wish younger people would understand it. But I remember when I was in my 20s, I thought I was never going to die. Legitimately, I thought I was never going to die. What is the saying? Youth is wasted on the young? Yeah. Yeah. No. It is. It's big time wasted on the young. I always think it's ridiculous, though, when people say, when people say, oh, my God, how time flies or, or like, how big you've gotten or anything like that, because it, it's, it's, that's what it is. I, you sh- I don't know why people are surprised by it. You just have to, you know, live yeah, your life. Yeah, but the speed that time. it goes faster, it, it, it seriously it's, it's picks not, up speed. It, it's not that it picks up speed. It's just that you're starting to feel closer to death. <laughs> Oh my God. You, listen, okay, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going to say this to you. You keep saying every day. It's like my father, too. You keep saying every day, I feel like I'm going to die so young. I'm going to die soon. Any day. It's going to happen. I just every day horrible. you talk about like a heart attack that you feel like you're going to have. My father, every birthday, he gets more and more miserable. Not because time is speeding up, because he, but because he always thinks, oh, I'm another year closer to death. Well, it's true. Yeah. It's not going by fast for him. It's actually going by very slowly. It's very painful. It's not like that. If, it's not like that when you know the Lord, though. Another, yeah. another year closer to eternal life well, in heaven. What happened last weekend with getting closer to the Lord? What do you mean? I don't get the reference. We were supposed to go to church. Oh yeah. Well, I was in South Jersey. What were you doing? <laughs> Waking up. Wait. Yeah. Don't even don't, don't even try to don't even try to guilt me. I've been to church more than you have in my life. I can guarantee you that one. You have some catching up to do. So, here's another thing we've been kind of tackling now that we're in the slow season even though we really haven't been that slow. But uh doing this podcast She's eating the ant trap. <laughs> you want to go She's put a stop the to an- that? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Frankie's over here. I have an ant trap because we have a carpenter ant issue. And she's trying to get into the food to bring back to her nest. She's going to kill all the larvae at her. So we've been uh, kind of revisiting writing an overall business plan for the company. So I guess uh, maybe two, three years ago, me and Paul had sat down and we'd gone through some things. And... Wrote down some goals, where we want to be at, yada, yada. But now we're really, really plugging into it. And it's because of having people on the show talking about how they got to where they're at and the plans that they came up with. Like, um, I mean, Otto knew, Otto, Otto, 
came from that one industry and it was a smooth transition into his current industry the baklava industry <laughs> the, 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 yeah, the uh Oh my gosh, I can't even think straight. My brain is fried, so we're going on vacation next week, and i that's all I can think about. Yeah, I know. I legitimately, like, when the smallest thing, if, if, I, if I bring in a supply host to put in a faucet and it's like an inch, it, I'm, I'm like punching you and Nancy in the head. It's terrible. All I want to do is get out of here and not concentrate on anything that has to do with plumbing. Yeah, I saw that message you sent. I swear, the if group. the toilet clogs up while we're gone, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip my what lid. What toilet? <laughs> And the toilet in the cabin. Oh. <laughs> if anything, if we yeah, if, if we walk into this place and has a leaky faucet, yep, people are going down. I know that happened to me on on. It happened to me on one of my trips when um, uh, one of my ski trips when uh, faucet stopped working, and then I had to figure out why the faucet stopped working. I had to take the faucet apart because it clogged, <laughs> and it was an Airbnb, and I didn't want like I couldn't deal with. It was a nightmare. That's annoying. Yeah. It's like when you go on vacation and the pool doesn't work. And then you're a pool guy on top of it. I remember that. Yeah. But screw that. If the pool doesn't work, I'm not paying. What, do you, what does that mean that the pool doesn't work? There's water in a pit. <laughs> the heat it's, doesn't work? It's green water. Let's say it's green water. The you water is green? Yeah. Just get a bunch of, uh, what are the chlorine tablets at like Walmart or something. Yeah, no? but it won't, you have to be circulating it or it won't do anything. You can you can circulate it for the time, but that water will settle and then it won't do anything. You'll have that algae bloom the very next day. So we got about six hours to swim, guys. <laughs> anyway, rewriting our business plan. We've been going actually through this system. Um, just kind of, so Paul went back uh, years ago. He went to this seminar with this woman, Ellen Rohr. Um, with bare bones biz, and we used to we used to talk about it and, and say to me as, as when I first took over, he's like, yeah, I used to do this program. We we gotta go. We gotta sit down and go through it one day. <laughs> and here we are, seven years later, finally like in the binder. But we're I found this new program. <laughs> it's amazing. You'll love it. No, I agree with it. I think it's a it's a good premise. the The problem I have with it less so is about her outlining of of how you're supposed to run your business, but more so that she looks like that, um, the hip hop, the hip hop dance lady. Yeah. It, it throws me off. I can't hip-hop listen to a word. Here. Yeah. I can't listen to a word she says because she looks like that hip hop lady. <laughs> well, you better, <laughs> you better start listening to her. Paul better learn it word for word so that he can recite it to me because otherwise I can't look at her. Maybe I'll post a link to that video. That's one He's, of the cringiest videos. Yeah. Like this total white, white lady trying to teach hip-hop she's like hip-hop lives here yeah this is where hip-hop lives and touching her chest <laughs> uh. told me to go online and watch one of the woman's videos for the you know for the business model and i i can't do it i can't look at her i see hip-hop lives here b-e-t you know what <laughs> well maybe you gotta maybe you gotta start nestling to hip-hop here find my inner hip-hop find your, find your inner hip-hop to find <laughs> your inner business plan so we've been starting there's been a couple like they literally lay it out, and I like how it's laid out because you start from the beginning. You put everything to the reason why you're doing what you're doing into perspective. That's where she's having you start, really, mm-hmm. by the first two things you're supposed to sit down and write about your personal goals, your personal life, your perfect, your perfect life. Write down your dream. What's your dream? It involves a lake house, for sure. In okay. a uh, log cabin style, log cabin slash colonial style. 
is your dream to stay in this business? Yeah. I mean, where the heck am I going to go? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, that's, that's it. I got, you know. I don't know. A lot of successful people, I feel like they, not that they jump around from business to business, but they, they kind of venture. I don't want everyone to lose the court's name. It's been here since 1961. We, I, I, would, I would like to have that maintained somehow. Um, I would actually, well, so this isn't personal <coughs> life, but professional life would be, I'd love to, um, holy cow, I just lost where I was, where I was about to go. What did you say been, before it's that? Been, I, <laughs> it's, <laughs> been, it's been happening all day. Because I asked, what what is your dream and what is your goal with with this company? Well, I would like to have quartz mechanical in general, where you have you have quartz construction, quartz electrical, quartz HVAC, quartz plumbing, and have those four branches. But that's a lot. Yeah. And once you start branching out, like, listen, HVAC and plumbing is similar, but it's like two different industries when it comes down to it. All the material you have to keep on your it's it's one of the easier two industries to maintain as like one company, but it would be nice to have. Well, here's the thing that I've talked about. Little empire. Here's little the thing. empire. Well, here's the thing that I've talked about that you don't listen to. Yeah, so you're gonna have to just tell me now because whatever you said, I wasn't listening. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, instead of hold on, I'm making my drink. Instead of instead of expanding on all the different types of industries you know you want to get into quartz electrical quartz hvac you know simplifying it i saw a truck today um in our town our turf that was just the water heater guys you know they were just they just do water heaters it says water heaters on the that's side my of the brother's truck. dream job i wouldn't say it's my dream it's not a dream job but it's definitely easy and it's it's so simple. I think simplifying the business model is you know it is. And if you put on a nice if you put on a nice warranty or service plan, you basically just have that customer for the rest of their life because they'll stick with you. And every time they need a water heater, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, but not really. But I mean, the, so I, we talked about this on here that out in Ohio in the Midwest, they everyone leases their utilities. They lease their water heaters and boilers and furnaces and stuff Suckers. like that. Not really, because you pay a service plan for the life of that thing, and then when you're ready to replace, you're just still make, just making your monthly payment, and you're well, golden. Well, do you think that like PSNG's, um, what do they call it, worry-free program makes sense? Do you think you know it's what? The, I'm it's glad you mentioned that because I'll tell you, half of the people who have it hate it, half the people who have it love it. I can't even. I, I don't even know which way to to lean on that one because. The people who love it, they rave about it. They say, "Oh, we've had so many." <laughs> they, they, they really do, though. They, ra- they rave. About it. Uh, I know the subtleties to make to, to take you off the track, off your train of thought. <laughs> to people, uh, um, I think uh, I, I would say when I talk to people who have worry-free, because I want to know. We want to get into service contracts. Yeah, we want to get into idea. service contracts. It's a great idea to get into service contracts. It, it I mean, it makes sense for both parties, right? But I want to know what people think of theirs and worry and worry free with PSCNG is a common one, and half the people love it. The people who hate it despise it. They're like everything is broken in this house except what they cover, and then the people who love it. Whatever. Well, I think that's because, and 
I don't know if this is correct, but they're not covering much. And what you do is you don't read the fine print of what's covered in worry-free because isn't worry-free like $7 a month? Something yeah, so really, small. Yeah. Something so much like what do you expect to get covered for seven dollars a month? Like it's not it's not gonna be covering what you think it is. Like you wanna replace a circulator pump, seven dollars a month is not cutting it. You know, a circulator pump costs what, two, three hundred bucks just for the part sometimes. We would never be able to compete with that. What we would have to do is offer a way better warranty and cover more. Because they're subsidized. Private businesses like small businesses, we're not getting subsidized. PSCG's getting subsidized. And they're not plumbers out there doing all the work. PSCNG has one stinking guy who sits in an office and signs permits, one licensed plumber. Mm-hmm. It's BS. <laughs> PSCNG is something you can't compete with. BSENG. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit electric and gas. <laughs> uh, That's dumb. Let me ask you, what's, what's your perfect life? What's my perfect life? I mean, I'd love to have a small farm, similar to like what Jesse's got, <laughs> the guest we had on last week. I mean, a happy little homestead. A happy little homestead. Um, yeah. Nice kids, nice wife. He's got it, you know, it, not that he's got it easy because he works hard, but he works hard and everything just makes sense. He's, he, he, feel, he looks like he feels comfortable. Now, I don't know because, you know, you, you never know deep down what's going on and, and what's happening with everybody yeah but, but if you're not uh, but from the outside he looks he looks kind of similar to yeah what but I he's know. like that because that's his personality you're high strung yeah there's no way I'd pissed off at everything <laughs> so you're not going to be like if you have if you <laughs> if you guys traded lives you'd still be yeah like an angry little ginger I'd, I'd, I'd be like um quentin not quentin tarantino uh what's his name Clint Eastwood in in uh you just smile a little bit more I'd be like Clint Eastwood in uh Gran Torino I would love to have the lake house. I, I would just love to have a lake house. And we, I always wanted to do this with the business. There's a lot of guys in the Midwest who are starving for work. I would love to have rental properties where these guys could come out, work out here, make a lot more money than they would in the Midwest, and kind of do... Kind of like what kind of like what, do. Kind of like what South Americans <laughs> what do, you know? do. They make their money here and they <laughs> we, send it yeah, everywhere yeah. else. But we keep it in house. Yeah, you know what's what I mean? crazy about that whole situation, and it's not going to get. I'm not going to get in like deep into it. Mm-hmm. But well, I know you don't really have an opinion on this. But <laughs> <laughs> my father, he had a guy. His name was Nico. Came from El Salvador. Now El Salvador is where MS13 comes from. He used to be in the police force down there. All right. Um. He's put away a lot of gang members. It's one of the most dangerous countries in Central America. And that's why he actually he came over here, because he couldn't live life over there. He always felt like somebody was coming after him. But what he did over here was he became a truck driver. Okay? He made good money. And he brought family members over here, like cousins and nephews. And what they would do is, after he was established, after a few years, like let's say five years into the business, he would bring over family members. They would underbid him at whatever company he brought them to. I'm serious. It's not a joke. Hey, let's say he's making $100,000 a year. Now they say, oh, $100,000. You know, I'll do it for fifty. I just oh came from gosh. El Salvador yesterday. $50,000, like I'm buying a mansion in El Salvador, you know? And so they work for $50,000 a year, half of what he works for. 
and everybody's just underbidding everybody, and he doesn't realize that the more you bring over here, the more underbid you get. You're fighting for better wages when you come over here. Stop bringing your, <laughs> stop bringing your friends and family. You come over here, you want a better life, you would want immediately close. Close the border. You stay over there. And the other thing is, what happened is that he makes money here. Yeah. And he sends it back over there. And he's trying to build a house over there. But he goes, it's so dangerous, I don't even go visit over there. So, what's the point? What, is he on like a cartel wanted list or something? No, but he's like, he was he was somebody who put a lot of weight put away a lot of gang members so he was like he just so he's without a doubt on a most wanted list of I don't the, think they're intelligent enough to be on a most wanted list but, dude, but those people are you, but he fears. you have to be somewhat intelligent to be that crazy those people are crazy you see videos Why from there are absolutely be those you have to be stupid dude south south american gang video v- videos and violence is insane yeah no but they're not intelligent i don't know you know what i don't even want to speak on it because whatever's going on down there it's not like we i don't, I don't want any part of it anything south of the new jersey borderline i don't want to <laughs> <laughs> i was in south jersey this weekend I, I forget how beautiful south jersey is everyone's like oh south jersey like it's it's just a big joke but south jersey's beautiful yeah New Jersey in part. New Jersey is beautiful. Every state's got its own. It's got its own little paradise. I don't know. Wisconsin was crazy. No. Wisconsin was gorgeous. Wyoming. Wyoming is gorgeous too. No, you're talking about South Dakota being like desolate. No. Wyoming. Wyoming is the least populated state. We were out there. Remember? I know. I was just out there recently, and Yellowstone is gorgeous. Anywho, what else in your perfect life? Which you already have right now. Wow. <laughs> Somebody's salty. My perfect life. Um, I'd like to. What do you? What do you? What, what do you? What do I want for this company? Is what you're asking? Yeah. Or are you just like counting the minutes till your license? So you can go <laughs> open your own thing. No, I I like that this business. I I I'm gonna say it again. Like I said the other day. I like that this business is established. Quartz Plumbing is established. I love the fact that everywhere I go with this truck, everywhere I go with the Quartz Plumbing shirt, everybody always asks about this family. How's everybody doing in the family? I think it's... I hope you're lying. No. When you talk to them about our family and tell them that we're doing good, we're great. Yeah. (laughs) No, I think it's unique and I think people like that and you don't get that very often. You don't get that hometown type feeling, especially where we live. You might get it a little bit more in the Midwest or in the South, you know, but peop- that's something that people are lacking around here more and more so because those big companies come around and and they buy up the smaller companies right? and you lose that hometown small business type feel, which is why I think well, we're you- doing this because it's impressive to have a small business here. If it, It's when towns in the, you know... We've taken road trips to the Midwest. When you go into a town and it's nothing but massive corporate retail, yeah. that's basically yeah. What did I? What did I? What do I always tell you if we when we go to mid, Midwest towns or like small towns out in the middle of nowhere? What? Remember, I was like, don't you ever think about like coming out here and just becoming the mayor? 
Like it's like it's that like <laughs> <Yeah>. that easy. <laughs> like these tiny little dinky towns. Yeah, like I can come here and conquer this town. <laughs> conquer this town. I can conquer my own little town. Oh man, no? get, a, get a street named after me. Yeah, like Jean Valjean when he becomes mayor <laughs> after he gets out of prison. Yeah, I don't know why I put those two together, but it is know. what it is. It's out there. I'm not using the edit button on that one. Rewriting our business plan, thinking out the perfect life and the goals. Let's see. Oh, so Frankie went to the vet. Frankie went you. to the vet. She perked up. So Frankie went to the vet because one of her nails, I usually keep up grooming with her, but one of her nails just went out of freaking whack and starts growing into her pad. And the like the part of the nail where that bleeds is too long. So I took her to the vet to go check that out. And he's watching her stand there. And she's getting wobbly. So he starts checking her out for other things, find out she has... Well, first of all, what did he say about her when he first saw her? Oh, he says he looks. she looks a lot older than she is. Yeah. What kind of age did he guess? He didn't say, but oh. he said she looks a lot older. And I don't think so. You she know? does. She <sighs> does. If you look at other pugs, yeah. If you look at other pugs. I don't know. Pugs just, they age horribly. And she, I don't think she looks that bad, but maybe that's because she's my baby. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, they took her there, so he starts looking at her hips, and he's like, there's something going on with her hips. So, And then he started doing other tests, and she may have to go in to get x-rays and stuff, which I'm fine with. It is, I, I, She's been pretty maintenance-free up until this point, and I guess now is the time where you know, she starts, i got to get her on Blue Cross Blue Shield. If we start getting into like, like the thousands of dollars range, I, I always tell everybody, it's like, Maury. You're going to have to try to live with whatever it is or we're putting you down because <laughs> I can't. That's the thing. Like, it's that's it's so tough because. I can buy five of you. <laughs> yeah, but before, even, even uh, I know that you're not that cold when it comes to Maury. You have to make hard decisions. I'm not saying that sometimes that decision has to be made, whether like, because he goes, listen, if it's, he goes, if she has degenerative spine disease, it's going to cost you like 25 grand. Nope. I know and it's not that I don't love the dog. It's just like... You get in a wheelchair. You're going to have to live with half your body in a wheelchair. But it's it's a hard decision. But Could you imagine decision. rolling Frankie around everywhere to jobs? I would... <laughs> I, I, I'll get her a wheelchair. I don't care about that. I almost want to get her a wheelchair because I think they're hysterical. Like the little dog wheels. She would love a wheelchair. Less work. <laughs> <laughs> but you said you noticed it for a long time because... I didn't, her, though. You I said thought you it was did. just a characteristic of the dog. Well, like the bunny hop, you know how she bunny hops? I didn't pay, bunny I did, hops. No, she runs her back feet run together. She looks she looks like But that's an wind, issue. The wind up toys with two like she looks like she's got two solid axles. Yeah. Yeah. But that's an issue and I didn't think that it was an issue cuz she's run like that for so long. And I'm going to be honest, I was really sad that first day. I just felt like I let her down. <laughs> I felt like if I knew, if I realized that like her her like kind of wonky little when she's turning when she's spinning circles to go to the bathroom. You or thought something, it was cute and adorable. I thought it was just like she was just like trying to gear up. Or <laughs> meanwhile, she's like, I, just, I can't do it. No. <laughs> she's like her pain's at like a seven level all the time, and I had no idea. It's not though. It's not. It was like he's, he's like she's not in a lot of pain, but her hips. How are does going. he know she's not in a lot of pain? Well, because her Did reaction. he asked her? Because he asked her. 
Have you seen? Have you seen? You've seen this dog when you touch her fingernails. How she hates that. Maybe <laughs> 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 we'll post God. that video too of this. We should pug. post that video because if you think that she's got some sort of degenerative degenerative disease. Try to cut her nails, and you'll see that she's got no degenerative disease. <laughs> she's moving all limbs, all individually, and it takes like two dudes to hold her down, just yeah. to cut her nails. Mm-hmm. So that's with most pugs. Most pugs hate it. <laughs> what a strange like! I look at this thing like how, like who thought of this? Like someone started. Only the only the Chinese could have. <laughs> Could have created a life-like dumpling. Dude, in China, <laughs> pugs had hundreds of servants. Yeah. Hundreds for a pug. Look at the difference in, like, the national... I, I don't know if they're the national dogs, but the, I, I guess you can say that the pug is the national dog for China, right? No, I don't no? think so. Well, when you think of a pug, where do you think of China? Pocahontas, right? the movie? No. Where do you think of well, now that we're talking about it, I think of China, but China. when I look at a pug, I don't think of that. When I think of, okay, you have Japan, what do you think of? Akita. Shiba Inu. Sure, Shiba Inu, yeah, like a wolf-looking type dog. All right. Not a genetic deformity. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Frankie. Uh, well, she's the face of the company, you know, so she's going to have to... Uh you're gonna have to fit a wheelchair on the logo maybe we'll somehow. Con- maybe, we'll, maybe we'll convince Paul to shell out twenty five thousand dollars for his surgery. <laughs> you guys are gonna have to work extra hard this month because uh, Frankie needs. He's like, hold on, you'll have my surgery. answer in twenty minutes. Yeah, it sucks, but hey, yeah. the plight of owning a uh, a creature that just doesn't last as long as we do. <laughs> you know, what else do we got? What else do we got? We have we had a um, we had a new customer that called. <clears throat> actually, yesterday, late yesterday, they spent so much money on their kitchen. Oh yeah, a lot of money on. It their looks kitchen. beautiful. The it look is nice. I mean, I like I like what she went with beautiful. it, but it sucks when these situations happen. But the GC got in there, brought in hacks to do the plumbing and electrical. And everything's closed up, and they just want fixtures and appliances, and we're trying to hook them up, and lines are loose behind the wall. The drain line is like there's screws in it from underneath the cabinet for the dishwasher, and it's – we. I would say we get a lot more calls than people would realize about contractors that just screw up, and we get calls, you got to come here and fix this. Contractors and newer houses and newer fixtures and newer – products i mean also the um the vanity that we had to deal with today on top of that i mean we had to like oh the vanity specifically yeah like we had to reassemble yeah the job i mean the house the house was like 110 years old but yeah the vanity everything about this was falling apart but you know what listen that's what the customer wanted she's like i'll I'll need something cheap in this thing but if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna be okay with something cheap something cheap nowadays is not what something was cheap 20 years ago even something cheap back then would last yeah you know what i mean and that's what sucks about exporting all your manufacturing because you really have no control how it's coming there's there's no quality control whatsoever but i so she was she calls us in we look at the job and i start and you can't really tell the problems 
immediately. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go around. We're going to try to get these fixtures up and running for you. We'll tie this into the main water line for your fridge feed and everything. I go to pull the pasta pot filler, and the galvanized pipe is just completely wiggling behind the wall. I was like, listen, you can't attach a pot filler to this. It has to be flush against the wall and secure. Um, She's got the dishwasher situation. They they put the plug. What did I tell you when I went upstairs? What I saw when I went upstairs? With the shower head. Just loose? I was trying to re-bleed everything. So I turned the shower on. And the shower head is just like... Is that a newer bathroom? It's brand new. Everything is brand new in that house. It's all, at least, at the very least, refaced. That's a big problem when you reface and people don't realize. If you don't touch the guts behind that thing... Yeah, it was was ridiculous because I go to re-bleed everything and the shower head's like doing circles. (laughs) I'm like, should I... Should I say something to her or should I just... No, you got to point that stuff out because you know why? We'll get blamed for it for touching it last if you don't say anything. Yeah, no. But let's do this. Want to take a break? Sure. Let's take a break, people. Take five. We'll be back in a few. Sean Connery. weird how I started back with the same voice. I didn't even think of that. What do you mean? I ended. You just played that. Sean Connery. I said that. And then I said Leroy. Like the same. Are we are we recording now? Does it matter? Yeah, it does. Yes. Okay. Welcome back, folks. We're back. We're back and ready to talk God about damn. nothing. What? You just drop like three curses. There's no curses there. You don't have to edit that out. That's not a a curse. This is a family-friendly show. (laughs) There's not one family listening to this. (laughs) But still, it's still friendly to them. It doesn't mean the hand's not extended. (laughs) So immediately slapped away. What's the so I? What's all with all the? um, I've only seen clips of this, but on the whole Congress thing about meeting about aliens. I don't know. Now there's aliens. They've confirmed there's aliens. I think aliens are ridiculous. I think it's <laughs> on, the, on par with those. Everybody was obsessed. My friends were obsessed with the mermaid documentary. You know what happened the same day that they had that congressional hearing? No. They pardoned Sam Friedman. Oh, yeah. The the, the billionaire crypto guy. Yep. The whole... Who's, who's tied to so many corrupt politicians and that's the day they said let's talk about aliens let's tell the people about aliens yeah and you know what's funny nobody cares it's like yeah we've known we've known there's something fishy going on for like 50 60 years 
What about aliens? Well, it was Area 51 and stuff. I know there's, there's government fishy there's stuff no going on. There's such thing as aliens. I don't believe there is. I mean, I don't believe in aliens, really. I but at the same time, they I'm have... I'm going on record saying I don't believe in aliens. Nonsense. Either way, the fact that no one really is like... Eh. <laughs> I believe we are the only intelligent life on this... <laughs> in this universe. It could be. It could be the opposite. You know what I look at it? This was my theory growing up. <laughs> I'm going to cut you off because you sound like you're going to say something like this. No, I was just going to say, I was going to it's this mentality of I'm better than everybody else. So I just, I, I don't, like once it gets to a certain point where I don't understand it, like when they start talking about galaxies and light years and all that kind of stuff, I'm like, no, I don't believe you. <laughs> I just don't believe you. It's just because you don't even want to deal with yeah, it. Yeah, it's nonsense and I'm better than you and, and. I don't believe it. It's all these things with, like, UFO sightings. They do big... And the same day they, like, have press conferences about this stuff, some ridiculously corrupt thing happens at the same time. Which is why... Which is why I'm just so... I'm just so over... Angry. Oh. Over. <laughs> it's frustrating. <laughs> it is. I mean... What are you going to do? Well, you know what we can do? We keep on plumbing. We keep on building a life... That's the title for this podcast. Keep on plumbing. Just keep on plumbing. <laughs> keep on, just keep on plumbing, baby. Just keep on plumbing. Oh, okay. So I, I wanted to tell you. Should I, I, cook, should, I should I use Limp Biscuit my way for the uh, inter, inter, intermission song? Sure. Keep on rolling, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the name of the song. Keep. It's called Rolling. I'll think about it. I'll give credence to what you're saying, yeah. maybe. Um, but I, I. I kind of glossed over the idea that I want to start an apprenticeship channel. You know, start a little Social YouTube. media apprenticeship? Yeah, social media apprenticeship, YouTube, that kind of stuff. And, and won't. <laughs> what? You won't. Oh, I won't. No, I think that's what I'm going to do on vacation is kind of try to build that up a little bit. Why would anyone want to listen to what you're saying? I don't know. <laughs> I, I Listen, you know what the funny part about that whole thing is with my father and, and <laughs> what he said? And what I'm trying to do, I have this like little positive momentum going, this energy going. That which I'm, you like, never have, and he should recognize. Which I never have. <laughs> which I never have. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. And in my head, because I've been taught that for so long, I've been, I've been told, who does anybody give a shit what you do or what you think about? Go to work like the rest of us, that kind of thing. In my head, when I get, <laughs> when I get a little bit of positive positivity or like a little bit of momentum going in my head i'm like what are you doing nobody gives a shit what you're doing all right just just well they don't yeah. like let's be real i know they nobody don't cares. but i'm just saying but you gotta in do your it head, anyway you have to have you gotta do it anyway you have to have a little bit of that egotistical boost to be like oh yeah i'm doing good i'm i'm you know well don't look positive. my way for it i know i'm not i'm not looking in anybody's story that's why i haven't told my family my <laughs> friends I saw I hide all of those things well, from everybody. Well, we talked about this. Your friends are just going to... Guy friends are just going to bust your chops. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why I'm hiding all of this stuff until, you know, we're... Just we're, wait till the sponsors start coming. <laughs> and that's when we tell people. <laughs> oh, Milwaukee, please. Milwaukee. I don't get that reference. Milwaukee. Like, Milwaukee is oh, a big plumbing the tool. company. Yeah, the, yeah. the, uh, or the tool, tool company. company. I saw a craftsman setting up a table in Ace. Ace today. I walked by. He's like, "Hey." I'm like, "Nope." <laughs> Craftsman power tools. Uh, you know when I stop for those no, people? No, thank you. You know when I stop for those people when they have free food. 
No, I'll it. stop for DeWalt. I'll check out Milwaukee DeWalt M- Makita. Um, but he had a craftsman table laid yeah. out. Well, craftsman is garbage. Yes. I'm like, nope. I'll stop for craftsman if he's got like Chick Fil A. If he's got like cheese and crackers yeah. or something. Nah, cheese and crackers. I'm not stopping. Where the minimum? What's the bare minimum that you're stopping at for the for one of those type of guys? Uh, a bowl of pretzels. Yeah. During the day? Are you kidding me? You have a break. <laughs> we got to go get material, and there's a bowl of pretzels there. I'm stopping. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> If there's free food, I'm stopping. You're right. Yeah. Cheese and crackers, I'll stop for. <laughs> yeah, I'll stop for cheese and crackers. Who are you telling, bro? And and a cup of water. <laughs> Please, sir, may I just have some trees, cheese and crackers? Just, you got to remember, we're halfway through the summer. It's halfway over. Yeah. But you know what? It's been hot through September the past couple of years. Yeah, that whole, um, what, they, what do they call it? That whole crazy the, the climate global, change thing. The global thing. warming yeah. thing, right? Or the, I don't. Yeah, that's why. I don't know. I got me one of them hybrids. <laughs> now I'm back to my truck. Yeah. When somebody said, "Oh my God, aren't you, aren't you efficient with your, with your hybrid, with your Toyota <laughs> Prius, your 50 miles per gallon?" And I went, "Ugh, no. <laughs> I gotta get back. I gotta get my right, truck back. This thing back. Oh my God. It had nothing with. It had nothing to do with the girl that rejected you for a date. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about those things. Those those things don't bother me. But when a guy says, oh, you're doing something nice for the environment, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> well, listen, you consider yourself a conservationist or I do. outdoorsman. And I, you know what? I Remember we went to that hunting class? We, we both got our hunt. No, you slept in. I took my test. You slept in the same no. day, and then you got it later. Yeah, you're supposed to go out to Cherry Ridge with me. And well, I like, did go out to oh. Cherry Ridge. Eventually. Anyway, we got our hunting license, decided to do that one year. And the guy made a great point. He's like... These conservationists, these hunters, they care about the environment more than anything. Because when you're when you're going out and hunting, you're injecting yourself into the balance of nature, yeah. and you're understanding that there's boundaries and stuff like that. I've never met, because I used to be into that kind of stuff a lot more when you're younger. I guess when you're younger, you're like, oh, I, I you know, you, you, I think everybody loves nature. They love, yeah, everybody loves nature. They love seeing, you know, f- flourishing. Uh, the world kind of flourish and, and right. like animals and stuff like that but you don't realize what it takes to get that kind of stuff um, flourishing it takes every aspect of the environment and us included in that so not saying that we like when I met hunters when I like when I started to meet hunters because I was not big into hunting right when I met hunters I couldn't believe how intelligent they were and how much they knew about the environment and how much they helped conserve a lot of things in the environment survival and conservation yeah absolutely and and there was a video that one of them showed me about reintroducing wolves and hunting back into yellowstone Mm -hmm. and that was was fascinating it was amazing the deer had taken over yeah completely taken over yeah and then they introduced a pack of wolves and within two years hunting saved it the Since area. the deer were gone, there was species that were able to thrive because the deer were eating all their food, yeah. and then like, hundreds of new species started thriving in Yellowstone again. Well, it's funny because how I kind of got more into it, too, was my friend, I don't know if I should mention his name, oh, Ronnie. My friend Ronnie, before he got into, um, he's in law enforcement now, but before he got into that, he was trying to get into park rangers, into the park rangers. And we went out, me and him went out to California, and he just started explaining to me things about how, like, because we live in Jersey, how the deer are pests over here. 
Yeah. And everybody just thinks, oh, they're cute, they're nice. No, they're they're like. But he goes, there's a reason. Na- na- natural pests yeah. to everything. He goes, there's a reason there's a hunting season for them. Yeah. And the hunting season is to keep their population low because with deer, what you get is they 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 eat all new green. New shrubs, mm-hmm. new trees. They don't let anything new flourish, and yep. they kill the old things too. And you, you create, and they don't have natural predators around us. They don't have wolves, you know, around here. It used here. to be us. Yeah, it we used, used to be, to be us. the natural pres- exactly. predators. Exactly. And what you get is like a die. I don't want to call it a dying ecosystem, but they start killing the it's area. It's true, though. That that has yeah. a butterfly effect on everything. When you're just taking ve- new vegetation, taking the old vegetation, nothing can flourish, which means that certain species can't live here anymore, so they depart. Yeah. And plus, the... the, 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 the <laughs> wow. I just got tongue twisted. The, the, havoc, the havoc they wreak on traffic... And highway systems and all that stuff. They're just, they're absolute pests. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a place for us and there's a place for them. They should be out in the middle of nowhere. Right. This is too, this is too, you know, but the problem is you can't hunt in this area. And it's not safe to either. This is the, this suburban area is where they're an issue and you, you can't really hunt. So what you have to do is hunt right outside the suburban area. So they, they have a line that they really don't cross. Yeah. Well, and they should, they're they're like solely responsible for bringing ticks into this area, and yeah. Lyme disease and stuff. Well, they die. Down did with I, deer. Down with the deer. Down with did the I tell stupid you? deer. Well, you remember when I got my chickens? Yeah. <laughs> got my chickens, and I tried to convince my parents. I got the chickens when I was uh, when I was in Glenrock, and I brought the chickens over to my parents' house. <laughs> and the. You should have known. It was hilarious. The chicks were adorable. Yeah. All right. And my mother hated them. She hated them, but they loved her, which was the funniest part. They loved her. They would go. They would. They would go up into the mountains. <laughs> into they would the go. Mount- you mean the rock pile behind your house? <laughs> okay. Are you really going to try to convince people you live at the base of mountains? It's a waterfall that is pre-built by a contractor, so they they kind of they kind of <laughs> run through the rocks. Are you kidding me, dude? Mountains. Anyway, continue your your mountains in your backyard. The Rockies. <laughs> no, okay. So they they would run into the into the woods. All right, we're gonna we'll 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 come to a neutral. All right, they ran into the woods up there, and when they would hear my mother come home, the car door slam. They would all like little chickies. They would all just come out of the out of the woods, <laughs> and they would just come and they would sit on her feet. She would just stand there and they would sit on her feet. And she, like, she, for whatever reason, my mother's cold. She's cold as ice. She's cold as ice. She's cold as ice. The same way my father, like, my father makes people cold as ice. (laughs) All right? That's why I said, you can't, you can't show, in my family, you can't show things that you enjoy or like. Welcome to Quartz Plumbing, bro. Yeah, we're all. Why do you you think you've been here for five years? Yeah. I used to know, I, (laughs) I used to have a good friend of mine. Who him his girlfriend um, they had gotten a little Yorkie together, <laughs> and every time they fought, every time he yelled, the Yorkie would run and pee on her foot. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So he would yell like they'd be fighting or whatever in New York. He would run after her to pee on her. It would hold the pee until it got onto her foot. So she'd be, it would be chasing her around the kitchen, like trying to run for cover because he's yelling. And they would completely stop the fight because it was so hysterical. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but, uh, well, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Animals can teach us a lot. They can teach us a lot. It, you can, well, I can't remember the quote, but you, uh, you can tell everything you need to know about a nation on how it treats its animals. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. We just went to a customer. It's in Proverbs. We just went to a customer. It was hilarious. You remember? Well, I don't know which customer. Which Filipino customer. Uh-huh. Filipino customer that we were supposed yeah. to, we did an estimate for. And uh, it was so funny. He goes, it was just so subtle. It was just out of nowhere. He, like, we we're talking about our dogs that we carry in the truck with us. And he had his little Bichon that was like, right. it's just barking and ripping at the door. And we we're like, oh, you can let him out. You know, he's, he's a cute little poofy Bichon. He's like, nah, he just, I don't even feel like dealing with it, whatever. And he goes, we start getting into the story of how he got him. He's like, yeah, I rescued him. He came from Korea. He goes, it was either that or he was a hamburger. Yeah. And like nothing. He just kept going with the sense of, and I just looked at you and I know you heard it, but you have to be a little bit more professional than me because you're the owner. So, so I'm like. <laughs> no, I have no problem. If a customer breaks into jokes, I have no problem having. I love when customers have a good sense of humor. But when he goes, oh, it was either, it was either <laughs> that or he's or a hamburger. hamburger. <laughs> I, like, I hope that guy like, calls us because he's got a lot of work to do and he's got a tough spot to do it in and if he gets the wrong guy he's screwed he really is yeah that water that's coming into the basement then he wants to do that bathroom in the basement it's so easy for a hack to come in and completely screw that thing yeah. up we well, try to we try to take care of river edge and oradell river edge and or obviously everyone else but those that's our home riverdale baby that's the that's the also home base. where we thrive though i guess with the um the hacks <laughs> right behind the hacks there's that a should lot be our of... slogan for us. We got your back right behind the hack. <laughs> and you know what sucks is a lot of the hacks come in from different counties. We don't get called, but it was all yeah, the plumbing I've seen companies. Say county now. All the plumbing companies we know, and we know a lot because we all go to the same supply houses. I never get callbacks from those guys. Nope. It's all. Nope. Oh, I got this guy from Passaic, or I got this guy from South yeah. Jersey who came up to do it. Like you know what? Well. That's on you. I mean, know we're more expensive, but we know these houses. This whole area of New Jersey went up at the same time. We've yeah. all grown up around here. I've been working on these houses for seven years. When we went out to um, right over the border in Pennsylvania, that guy and his heating system. Yeah. Like you got to call somebody. You have from to that sit there area. and decode it. Yeah, you, you know? have to call somebody from that area that knows that. Listen, area. it makes sense, but it's just not what we're accustomed to, and it's it this this industry can be very regional. Yeah. Regionally knowledge based, and you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm gonna say it again, like I've said it before: the best plumbers, the best plumbers in this country, come from the Northeast. Well, they do, because you go, you go down I mean, I don't south. Know, but no, no, you go down south, you go to the Midwest, and it's just so much easier. It's so much, like there's a reason why plumbers from our area, when they decide that they want to retire. That they decide, okay, I'm going to go down south, or I'm going to go to the Midwest, yeah. and just like take it easy. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like when athletes go to Saudi Arabia. Well, that's because there's no winter. Well, that too, but they can do the same. They can do the same work a lot easier and and a lot slower. I thought they were retiring. 
I don't understand the story you're taking us, this direction you're going. Well, when they retire from up here, they, they still do work down there, but they're oh, just... Fair like, enough. <laughs> I have to do there that. is no winter. All you do, you do <laughs> Because you deserve it. No. <laughs> you're, the, uh, you're the whipping boy of the show. Yeah. You're, 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 you're like Gavin. Um, you're like Ryan to Gavin. You're like, uh, who's the, um, who's, uh, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Lee. Or yeah. Whatever. Yep. Whatever or no, Jimmy is. Norton. Nah, Jimmy Norton was the comic relief. Who was a Howard Stern who they busted chops? Beetlejuice. <laughs> that guy. Beetlejuice videos have been coming up in my YouTube suggestive for a long time. Did he, did he just like recently die or something? I don't know. But if you dig a six foot hole, how far down do you think that hole is? <laughs> I don't know. About 20 feet. <laughs> <laughs> and the antsy has such confidence when he responds to that. <laughs> but uh, I don't know where we're at. We need our own Beetlejuice. Yeah, I wish Frankie could talk. It'd be perfect. No, who would be our Beetlejuice? Frankie. No, I'm talking about like an actual person. Who would be our Beetlejuice? <laughs> I don't know. That's that's. Oh no. That's a stretch of a character right there. There's no one like Beetlejuice. Beats. Well. How about we uh, call it quits for this one? All right. I think we've discussed several different things. There's a lot of... Uh, a lot of nonsense. On a lot this. of nonsense. Listen, vacation mode. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm in it. You're in it. Okay. Well, here, I just want to ask, because the vacation, um, you said that we were supposed to get on a guy. Um, the Amish guy? The Amish guy. Well, we'll talk to him. He feels yeah. a little uncomfortable because uh, about all know, these wires, all these wires and technology. But uh, he's pretty actually not um, progressive is the wrong word. But there's some Amish out there. They don't even take care of their own f- yards or gardens or anything like that because that's vanity. What? Yeah, they won't even they won't even like take care of their lawns or anything like that. Gross. It is. I mean, you go you go over to this guy's house that my my friend's dad. Like the garden's just beautiful. I mean, you 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 roll up and you see that the little grandparents' house alongside, and she, Verna keeps that garden all trimmed and mulched. And it's gorgeous. But Verna. It varies. So here's the deal with an Amish religion: is it varies by church what rules they follow. Almost all of them don't use power. They try to stay off the grid. Basically, here's what it comes down to. The Amish cannot stand the government, and they want no ties to any government energy, gas, anything. So that's basically how they live their life. And honestly, if you go back 120 years at the turn of this century, there was really no difference between the Amish and regular people, which they call the English. There really wasn't. I mean, when was, when was electricity invented? In late 1890? 18, late 1800s. 1890, something like that? 80, 90? Yeah, I've been to the Edison Museum. School. That's what it's really. That's what really separated the cultures is the invention of electricity. But all right, let's wrap it up. We will. Uh, we will be back next week with who knows what. To be honest, we're going to play that one by ear. But uh, folks, thanks for listening. Don't forget. Oh, here one more thing. If you have something to say about the podcast, don't text us. Post it on YouTube. Yeah. Comment on YouTube. Like the videos on Spotify. Share the subscribe. videos on... Subscribe. <laughs> like, share, and subscribe. Please. 
Um, we'd really appreciate it. But uh, thanks for being with us, and we'll talk to you next week. 